time for Round the Squared Circle. Hello everyone and welcome once again to another edition of Round the Squared Circle, your weekly wrestling debate show with a ding. Um, you're myself Paul and I'm joined with Griff. That felt really cheesy, that little intro. That was cheesy. That was like a stinky bishop of intros. Oh, that's why we ignore it and we get straight to the subjects, Griff. <laughs> so, NXT TakeOver. Um, every NXT champion is a heel. I didn't know we knew that. One surely has to lose the belt. Which belt would you choose to go the other way and why? Um, I would probably... It depends on the situation, really. I mean, because if Alistair Black's in the triple threat main event, I think um, Tommaso Ciampa's going to win it. But um, I think we were talking, and I sort of threw out the scenario, what if... Alistair Black is out with surgery, doesn't make it back, and they do a surprise when Matt Riddle turns up. He could very simply win the belt that night. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler, she's had the title for a long time. Wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, again, I've got the theory there that I reckon she's going to get involved with Ronda and make the four horsewomen. I could see that. I think Ronda would work generally better as a heel. Hmm. And um, so she could go to main roster and be with her and free up that. Um, tag team champions. I just, I just think Undisputed Era need the belts at the moment. They're too good. I can't see the Moustache Marion winning it again, knowing they're on NXT UK. Surely they've got to have their own tag team belts. I mean, the only way it'd work is if they do it and they ask for a rematch and say, no, these are NXT UK tag team titles now. Now they suddenly do a tournament to um, I don't know when the Dusty Classic's normally done. Um, that was like early this year because that was obviously how Roderick Strong oh, joined. Of course it was. The, um... Then no, that's nowhere near. But in that case, I don't know, maybe a tag team tournament to win it or something. But no, I, I think they said it's stupid. But Ricochet, it's not, even though I hate to see Adam Cole not be champion. I just, I just love their their pictures of them through the belt, especially using their belts as like sun visors to like re- reflect the the sun. Um, yeah, I just love it. Great, like that's how good NXT booking is. Everyone, every all the champs are heels, and I love all of them. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. Depending on the um, the conditions, technically we could see. Um, I mean, I guess Adam Cole's most likely. Because Ricochet is so hot at the moment. But I'd probably be most disappointed. Well, Ricochet's at this weird crossroads where if he doesn't win a belt or do something soon, he's just sort of, he might just, you know, he's just that guy that has good matches. Yeah, completely. So it's, completely. it's, it's, it's weird. And Adam Cole could easily step up to um, the World Heavyweight title, but that picture is absolutely swamped at the moment as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you've got the Women's Evolution pay-per-view coming up. Apparently there's reports coming out this week that WWE have reached out to AJ Lee, obviously real-life wife of Mr. CM Punk. Um, what do you reckon the odds of her actually coming back are for this show? 
Uh, I would say slim, but like we discussed before, CM Punk obviously must see like money worth and. I think slim. I'd, but like, she... to, I'd like to think it's her, if it's her decision. I'd like to see. I'd like to think she'd love a, a little run out for old time's sake. It'd be a lot of big money, you know, almost like The Rock and that turn up to WrestleMania for one big payday. This has got to be loads of veterans, um, like last big, like a huge payday. I know some obviously probably want to be in into it, just because back in the limelight, but. Um, See, my thing is, um, one, well, first of all, she ended up working about a year after CM Punk anyway, so it wasn't like that caused massive rift with her. She's still on WrestleMania and the champion and everything else. Yeah. But I, I don't know where she fits in. Yeah, that's the, who, who, that's the thing. What, what dream it? match do you see someone and think, oh, God. If only she had a match with AJ these... Lee. I mean, Sasha some Banks? Of... Not really. It depends if they've reached out. I, I, I can see, like... I don't know did what... they approach her for the Women's Royal Rumble? Because I thought that... I think that's bigger than Evolution, personally. Um, for the first Women's Royal Rumble. I, I, I don't know. I'd like to see it, but as you say, who and... They're going to have no time to... Whereas some of these people can come back for a segment just for the fun of it. That's the only way I feel like they'll have no time to um, no time to create stories. Whether they'll just have a, never get to try and feature every woman. I hate to say it, there's bound to be in some way, shape, or form a battle royal yeah, on the cards. I hope they don't just feature every woman for the sake of it. I hope it's actually well thought out. Well, I think every woman's going to want... I know we said, like, if they have enough time and plan it, they've got enough time to do it, um, yeah. that the stories can nicely evolve, seeing as we're, we're like... Was it October? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... But I've got a funny feeling we're going to get six-man tag matches. Sorry, six-women tag matches. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can just see them really like it's a massive thing, but to make it massive, I think I said before, let's give us storylines we're going to be investing and we're going to want to see it. Not just because we're celebrating women's wrestling, it's just all about the storytelling. But I've got a funny feeling these people will just turn up like the Bellas are bound to turn up. Um, Again, the Bellas versus Iconic, we thought it'd be a good match. Um, Obviously, we've both had our own opinions. Either a fatal four-way main event or the four-on-four main event. I think, again, it makes sense to have majority of them all in one match. Massively. Because, again, otherwise what are you doing? Like, tag team matches, single matches. Unless they went for Sasha and Bailey versus Charlotte and Becky in a tag match. But, again, that's a waste. But, yeah, I I think going back, um, AJ Lee. Yep. I'd like to see it, but I, I, I think I just don't know if, if it is. Ca- if it is, it'll be a cameo running. It'll be, it'll be a a segment, and that'll be it. The only the only two people that I could see her facing would be Paige. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And nice. um, Catalin or Caitlin, or whatever her name is, who's just in the May Young Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was probably her biggest feud. But apart from that, um, I don't really know. Got one. 
Of course. I know it's like a thing. Go. <laughs> um, Bludgeon Brothers um, last night won a two-on-three squash match. Um, do you not think squash matches have no place in the modern era with so much talent not getting enough screen time as it is? Um, it's always they've always got a place. It's just not believable. Like I, I get it when they there were that terminology like trying to get over as this like monstrous well, team, but they've done that now. So why are they facing? Yeah, nobody? I mean, I understood it. You know, watching superstars growing up, that's all it was: demolition against two local guys. Uh, Brutus Beefcake against the local guy, Mr. Perfect, etc. I mean, there's never like you'd have to get to the Saturday night's main events, WrestleManias, and all that to get the superstar versus the superstar. Completely. Which is why it was always big. They invented Raw, it became just talent versus talent, and it's changed it all. Now, when you see um, a main talent versus a local guy, you kind of know they're getting squashed. I mean, I think James Ellsworth is the only one who sort of like managed to sneak a career out of it. But I told what's his name? Is it Barry Horowitz? Yeah, but he was just a, a journeyman. He was with him. He was on the books. That's true. But, so I say he was Brooklyn Brawler. He was part of it, but you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then you look at um, Ryback did it. He'd beat like nobodies week after week, and you think how he's supposed to like believe this? There's no way. It's not like he's. You know, there's enough teams they could have brought out. and So, I like them. I just don't think it fits in this era. Especially not with the size of the roster they have. No, they've got enough people to, like... Yeah, agreed. You happy with that? Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy has been throwing out loads of cryptic tweets. Um, basically suggesting that he might be retiring... Um, thanking everyone, saying that I think his hips fusing into his something else. But for me, he's doing the leg drop off the top rope. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's basically in a bad way, and they reckon he might be retiring soon. Um, Favourite Matt Hardy matches, gimmicks, whatever. So I thought about this. I tried to think of, um, like... One's not including Jeff Hardy. Obviously, I, I did enjoy Matt Hardy version one point Yeah. Was it one point Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, I think the main stories that I, I enjoyed was obviously the main feud war with Jeff Hardy, especially when I know it was a cage match, and obviously. Um, they're about to win, but Jeff Hardy couldn't resist, so he did um Swanton bomb off the top rope. I'm just trying to remember who it was against, and obviously that started the feud. Um, I think that was um, be... was that the the Dudley Boys, where Dudley? He, yeah. he went they went to unify the the belts, and he tried to do the move off the top. He missed it, and it cost him when he could have just climbed down and won all the belts. Completely, and I remember me and you. I can't remember what Royal Rumble it was. It wasn't actually Royal Rumble, but we were all like waiting for Matt Hardy to come out, and he never did. And I've been bugging my mind on what the scenario was. Do you remember that? 
Um, no. I remember we were watching, and all we were crying out for was for Matt Hardy to come out and be the person to take Jeff Hardy out. Oh, that was it. It was the one where you had all the hit and runs. Yes, and, and they bottled it, and, and they the, bottled it. And they, it was Christian, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Christian, and they yeah completely bottled it and ruined the <laughs> ruined the event in my eyes. Anyway, yeah, they had <laughs> they had the pyro which blew up. Obviously, his house set on fire, all yep. that stuff, and um, yeah. But obviously, um, you, you, his highlights have got to be like TLC, all the time. Like his, his singles run, WWE was like okay, um, but. Um, I don't know. It's hard to pick a highlight that didn't involve his brother. Well, personally, um, my standout moments, um, obviously, like I said, the Hardy Boy stuff speaks for itself. I was a big fan of when he came back and feuded with Edge, when he was legit fired and the fans like started chanting, we want Matt so much during Edge promos. But eventually he came back and he was the, I think it was stronger than death gimmick at the time. Yeah. I, I enjoyed his stuff in Ring of Honor when he was part of, um, I think he was part of Scum, might have been part of them, but yeah, his, his Ring of Honor was good, he did the um, did the famous um, bullying Matt promo where he's just literally silent lifting up signs, which was quite funny, but um, I really liked his version 1 stuff, Yeah, I thought that was hilarious, I remember night after WrestleMania where he challenged... Brock Lesnar, because they both won the belts at WrestleMania. Um, and also the broken stuff, but TNA's version, not WWE's. Yeah, it feels like if he does, I feel like if he, if he does go, the whole broken thing's kind of ruined. It feels like it picked up momentum, and I think the worst thing was for them to do was to win the tag belts. I don't know. I just, I thought it would be the start of something big, almost like the ministry where, like, starting, like, Turning people, but, but um, again, everyone thought they were going to get, and they had to try and change it just so they didn't want to seem unpredictable. Jeff Hardy should have just come back. He should have been brother Nero. These guys are legends. They should have just been allowed to have a little bit of fun and do this gimmick that everyone loves and just being crazy with it. But instead, Jeff Hardy's on SmackDown doing nothingness. Yeah, and they've sort of wasted it really massively. Even. TNA have even been supportive enough to let them use all the footage. Yeah, I mean, but it's won't give them the exposure um, I mean, that, that it deserves. Yeah. Right. Next. Um, <laughs> I suppose an interesting question. Will Roman Reigns finally beat Lesnar? Obviously, at SummerSlam. Um... I've probably gone through this scenario way too many times in my head than a man should do. <laughs> no, I really have. It's, it's, it's been pondering me because part of me thinks it's the double swerve where everyone thinks Brock, Resle- uh, Brock Lesnar's leaving, but he's actually not leaving at all. You know, so it's. But this... is it they've done the double swerve too much? Because obviously they did that before. Yeah. I mean, Heyman. The finish has got to do with Heyman. And all I can think of is, even though it's a massive twist, like, oh, I could just see Heyman being in on it. 
I did a massive sick promo. Sick, like he always does. Yeah, he, he's, he's hey, hey, the only more. reason. The only reason why Brock doesn't completely suck over these last couple of years is Heyman. Heyman, believe it or not, has carried Brock because he just can't cut a promo unless he's in a UFC ring and he's allowed to say whatever. Um, I, I, I think, even though it's hurt him already, if Roman Reigns doesn't win, like... I'll say I'd never want to see this again, but we're going to see it again. See, my thing is, they, they should have gone for Bobby Lashley. They, they I'm should, surprised they didn't. They should have done a fresh main event. I think they got scared. They should have done a fresh main event. I had Heyman had a daydream that Heyman came out with um, Kevin Owens. I had a daydream that Heyman came out with Braun Strowman. I even had a vision that Heyman appeared with Dean Ambrose and suddenly he became a manager of a Hill Shield group. Yeah. Where they all got together and the Shield were back together with Paul Heyman as their mouthpiece. And he basically just... Because apparently Heyman's writing this whole angle. Well, he's a writer on Raw now. Yeah, and he's writing the whole Brock Lesnar angle. So I can imagine him appearing, um, Dean Ambrose suddenly appearing, Seth Rollins coming out appearing, and suddenly they're all... You know, they're just... But, I mean, if he comes out of Braun, I think Braun Strowman's been too humanised. He's not really a beast. Everything he does is like, it's, it's fun, but it's pointless. It is pointless. He should just be a monster, and he's not. So the truth is, I don't know. I'll go for a safe bet and go, yeah, Roman Reigns is probably going to win. And um, maybe, but I heard, um, I just don't know. Because Brock's advertised for the Raw afterwards, so who knows. But does he win and then drop the belt? Put the belt in the middle of the ring. That's clever to. Ha- that's clever though to have him, like, appear the roar after. Well, that's the thing. Card's subject to change, so he doesn't actually have to be on there. They've just said, oh yeah, at the moment Brock's scheduled to be on this show, even though he might have never been. But it just, it gets your mind working about the old double swerve kind of thing, doesn't it? It just. It needs to be better and different. I can't... I know we've gone on it before. I can't see another Suplex City. They're just not good matches. And Brock, Brock, before he went to UFC in the first place, he used to put on, like, top-quality matches. Yep. Um, And I've said before, Suplex City was the worst thing ever to happen because every match starts off with him suplexing everyone. Um yeah, I just hope it's good. I hope it doesn't main event um, SummerSlam. I'm hoping it's Ronda or AJ. It should be AJ Samoa Joe, really. AJ Samoa because Joe, think, yeah, that'd be amazing. With both their careers, I think they deserve it. And if it's if it's 10% like one of their matches in TNA, then it's perfect. I think it was, if it was Sacrifice was the one I was talking about before. We had the X Cup. That's like yeah. um, it's an amazing match. But, um, yeah, who knows, right? Who knows? Right. Speaking of people going, it's well documented that Daniel Bryan's contract is coming up soon. Do you see him staying with the um, WWE or do you see him disappearing to do New Japan, Ring of Honor, headline Madison Square Garden? 
What's going on? I see him staying, mainly because, and this could be seen as a bit of a spoiler, um, Total Bellas has just been renewed for season four, and I can't see how they can do, unless WWE can be really cool about it, I can't see them doing um, Bree's life without him. Um, it'd be weird. I, I do think like WWE were very patient with him and gave him the opportunity to do what he wants. They were like, didn't didn't treat him any favorably. Like at Angle, like if you're not cleared, you ain't wrestling. You're not killing yourself on our watch. Yep. Um, massively like the feud we all want. Um, the Miz is heating up nicely. I don't. I can see him signing. Whether he's being, he doesn't come across as someone who'd literally like, I don't know, hold the place to ransom and ask for silly money. Um, but I, I can see him staying. I want him to stay. Um, but at the same time, I know he could put epic matches in Japan. Um, but I, because of Total Bellas being renewed, um, I can see him signing personally. Um, I can see him signing. I, 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 I think his his life. I know there's people out there, but he's still got so much, still many great matches. He's still got Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. Seth Rollins, all these people he can have matches with. Dean Ambrose, Brock Lesnar if he stays around. There's no yeah. one really for him to fight on the independents. He's got the money. WWE, despite everything, and they were just trying to look out for his best interests. They still gave him a, a role so he could still make a living and get paid. Bree's not going to leave. No. That's all no. she knows. She's not going to suddenly turn up in ring of honor so um yeah he'll, he'll stay it makes no sense for him to leave no i think ready yeah oh i said i'm ready um oh, which one should i go for um when are wwe gonna stop having elias as joke segments and take him seriously Never. um as as yet um He's not booked at SummerSlam, but all lines, he's kind of feuding on Raw against Lashley, which obviously if he does face Lashley at SummerSlam, I can't see him winning. Um, I think he's a great personality. Um, I just, do you think he's going to be one of those people who's just just a comedy act and that's all we're going to see from him? Um, like you said, they need to work out what they actually want to do with a man. I mean, it's like Chris Masters and the Master Lock. He never kind of he, he was really good. He had his own little thing, but then yeah. But I, I think similar. He's a great example because I think similar to Chris Masters, I think they look at him and I don't know if they're confident in Elias's wrestling ability. They actually want him to seriously get involved. So he did it right in the chamber. Yeah, but again, um, protected is is not. Yeah, I I just think he's massively hot, and I feel bad that just constantly 
I don't know, like, maybe he would be nothing without the guitar. Um, I just want more from him. And the fact he's not even featured at SummerSlam yet, and if he does, probably going to lose if it's Lashley. Well, that's um, it. It's just going to be another walkout segment. and I can see him having a... a could see him worthy of like an intercontinental title run. He should have something, but they can't have him just constantly just standing in the ring. I mean, he's legit released an EP now. Um, they give him a documentary of him doing the gig and all the other stuff, yeah. and it, it feels like a modern day Jeff Jarrett. What they wanted to yeah. do with Jeff Jarrett, only Jeff Jarrett couldn't actually play guitar or sing. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like they're just sort of trying to get closure with that, but it's um. Well, he's got a massive gimmick with um, "Walk of Elias" as like a catchphrase. Yeah. Catchphrase. I think that's massive. Um, and obviously the crowd take to him, but yeah, I guess his in-ring abilities are just. I don't know, but like 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 Fandango, massive segments, and then they're just never came about of anything and then all of a sudden now Fandango's injured and um, what's his name's back on the um, NXT circuit yeah I mean Tyler Breeze and Revival have been popping up doing a few NXT shows anyway because they just wanted to create more of a surprise for people yeah but I personally would have I mean Tyler Breeze and Roman Reigns were tag team champions in um, FCW which was NXT before it was NXT so you, you kind of look like crazy how far they've sort of separated them. Yeah. But um, I don't know why Tyler Breeze isn't on 205 Live. I don't know why he's not. Um... He'd be a great champion from them or just let him get involved for a couple of weeks. You know, Murphy dips in and out. I don't know why when he's got nothing going on SmackDown and he's on SmackDown. You know, he's, on, he's on Raw? He's on Raw, aren't they now? Yeah. But he can still do both. Why not just put him on 205 Live for a couple of weeks and just have a story with him? And, um, yeah, that works. Right. Oh, ding, ding. Speaking of 205 Live, I think you had another little one there, didn't you? Yeah, so um, Ken Gulak versus Cedric Alexander featured on the May card at SummerSlam, or are we destined um, for another, um, yeah, um, pre-show crikey I lost my words then um, I like 205 Live people who follow the show know that we used to review 205 Live with the 205 Live is Alive podcast we did briefly before going to ECW um, and my problem is the action is great but it's, it's changed when when WCW had the cruiserweights not only did the commentators get into it, but you didn't have, you know, the Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair doing the same moves. Now you'll have, like, Ali do, like, a crazy move, but Seth Rollins, the main eventer, is doing exactly the same. Daniel Bryan's yeah. doing the same. So there's not this massive divide that it used to be where, like, the cruiserweights will perform like this. AJ Styles is just yep. as good as anyone on 205 Live. So why would I watch that show when your World Heavyweight Champion can do everything they can do? So that's, that's why the show is in trouble. 
because it used to be when WCW had cruiserweights, they were insane. Rey Mysterio, Ultimo Dragon, Eddie Guerrero, no one could lace their boots. You know, list goes on and on. They were the fast paced, high action, and now it's just most people on the roster do that. I just feel they're missing a boat to like get people to potentially um, subscribe to the network is by showing these people like on SummerSlam, be like, by the way, this is free like every week. I, even though I still can't believe some people actually do like do do, do buy pay per views nowadays with the network. Yeah. Um, Got to say, to answer your initial question, no, I think it'll be on the pre-show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to fill me with faith, but um, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. Can't um, lie to me. I think maybe we've got one more. Do you reckon? Yeah. Sort of ding, didn't it? Sort of did. Sort of. Um, right, this one we have to step outside of the squared circle and step into the cage. Um, I know it's not UFC, but UFC two twenty nine. October the 6th, they've announced Khabib versus McGregor. It's happening. What do you think about this? Um, massive. Massive. Um, I'm not... I really hate that they say it's the biggest fight in UFC history. Um, because they say that about... I feel that terminology. I wouldn't mind if I heard it like every like four years. But I feel like I hear it all the time now. And I suppose that's the problem with having 48 shows a year. Um, massive. Um, interesting enough, showing as a part of the promo, showing McGregor smashing up the the, um, the coach. It's crazy. I mean, the reason we're discussing this, because I know people are like, it's a wrestling show, but McGregor's more pro wrestling than pro wrestling, and that's just fact. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he gets it better than anyone. He, he is pro wrestling. Dis- yeah, completely. Despite being UFC star. Um, it will be the biggest fight in terms of pay-per-views, but as in physical biggest like fight, no. There's been bigger matches, bigger contests, more anticipated, but it's the biggest in the sense like it'll, McGregor's return in like two odd years since he's gone off. He won the belts, obviously went off, did Mayweather, boxing. So this will be the biggest in the term of pay-per-view buyers, but and I can I can see Khabib doing it. Um, it goes two ways. If he stands, McGregor is good enough to like knock him out. He is better standing up, McGregor. No questions. Um, if McGregor, if uh, Khabib just wants to wrestle him, he'll win. But... I think Khabib will stick to the game plan. Khabib's someone who's never never differed from his game plan. He's, he's ne- relentless. He's relentless, and if um, McGregor's not in ring shape, he's in for a long twenty-five minutes. But he's um, never um, been involved in such an emotional fight before. He's just beat people. This is emotional. Does he want to try and stand up and knock him out? Or is he happy yeah. just to grind out? Is he happy just beating him, or does he want to beat him? <sighs> That, that's that's the thing. It, it is tricky. Um, I just it's a long time for McGregor to be in out, and obviously, I still think he looks a bit stupid. That like Mayweather did actually like kind of 
wouldn't say destroy him, but he did start to like pick him apart. And obviously, whoever's good at doing promos, and yes, he can back it. He can back him up. I just think Khabib's time is here. He's hungry, and I think that's what it's down to. I think he's hungry, and McGregor isn't. Yeah. I think McGregor's all, all almost like it's, it's, it's done, and it's got to the point where McGregor knows he's going to get paid anyway. Um, I, I just think, oh yeah, I personally think um, Khabib will do it. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be quite the fight. I hope Khabib's like known for like pulling out of fights injured. And or weight, bad weight cuts. So, um, fingers crossed, we get no dramas. Very true. Um, before we go, last week I promised that I would do a little bit of fantasy booking around Zack Ryder. So I'm going to try and squeeze it in really quickly as we tease something for a, a different show. Um, so my idea for Zack Ryder um, is to change his character. So basically, he'll be Mr. Social Media. So even though he's still Zack Ryder and that the way it works is people can tweet him throughout the week and be like, hey, Zach, why don't you go out there on main event and beat um, Mike Kadelis? And Mike Kadelis would be in the ring about to have a match and the screen would go black, the tweet would appear, Zach Ryder's music would hit and he would walk out and you then build up momentum. You could take that to Raw. So it could be like he'd get a tweet during the week and they could generally doctor these to have to whatever we do it with a story. So it'd be like, hey, Zach, why don't you just go out there and challenge for the IC title? The IC champion like could be in the ring. And basically, it would the screen would go black. Um, it would come up. A message would go, Zach, I'd love to see you challenge for the IC title. And suddenly that would happen. And it could, you could take it as far as you wanted. And the crowd would get behind it because they think that you're telling this guy what to do. And it would lead to him getting the um, Intercontinental title. I like it. I like it. So go more details and you can plan it out week by week. But um, I think that's a nice little idea for it all. So Mr. Social Media, Zach Ryder. Might do a longer show going into more detail, but that's a quick one. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. You know it. Um, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you've got any subjects you want to talk about in the world of wrestling, go to Twitter at underscore sports arena. Or our fancy new Instagram page, page, spade, 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 page. <laughs> also at underscore sports arena. Um, get involved, ask the questions. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Paul, that's Griff. Take it easy. Peace out.